Good afternoon, our viewers and our listeners. We are so happy to be with you once again today. This is the day that the Lord has made for us to rejoice and to be glad in it. And wow, it's another episode on Connect, where we integrate the Word of God with the normal life issues. And today on matters are uh, mental health. We will be talking about uh, depression. We'll be informing ourselves and our viewers and our listeners about depression and quite a lot. The, the, the topic is very broad, but um, with me today we have uh, Linus Oyugi once again bringing this topic to us. And uh, just to remind our viewers today that in the book of uh, First Peter chapter 5 and 7, uh, it says, Give all your worries to God for he cares about you. So even as we talk about depression, the causes and everything about depression, it's also good for us to, to know as Christians, as believers, um, who, who pray, who have faith and read the word of God, that uh, we give our God all our burdens and everything. But again, we need to be informed about what is happening in the world in terms of uh, depression. So uh, Lainas Oyugi, thank you so much once again for being here with us just to bring uh, issues to do with mental illnesses to the perspective where we are talking as Christians, as believers, and we want to know what is it all about. Karibu sana. Thank you very much. Yeah. Pleasure being here. Mm. So um, depression and depression. Mm. And, the, and the time is really changing because on the street I get to hear people saying, um, uh, it's no longer about I'm stressed, but I'm depressed. Yeah. So can you uh, maybe tell us all about what depression is all about? Um, yeah, uh, f first of all, I'd like to start by saying that depression is probably one of the most commonly abused or misused words. Mm -hmm. People used the word depression to describe normal feelings and mm -hmm. normal emotional states. And depression, I think as you're going to discuss today, is a very serious medical condition mm -hmm. uh, that I think, in my opinion, deserves a little bit of respect. Um, so um, depression is a condition that affects people of all ages, all races, uh, height, all de height, depression does not discriminate. Mm -hmm. uh, but by definition, depression is an affective illness. By affective means that it affects emotions and feelings. Mm -hmm. um, um, that affects, depression also affects your mood mm -hmm. and also your behavior. Mm -hmm. Depression uh, is also commonly known as a major depressive disorder or clinical depression in, in clinical setting. Mm -hmm. Or it's a condition that uh, may make it very difficult for you to function in the in the in the day-to-day -day activities. Mm -hmm. So it is characterized by persistently feeling low, mm -hmm. and then lack of interest in the activities that you normally enjoy. Those are the, the two uh, hallmarks for depression: persistently feeling low, mm -hmm. and then lack of interest in the activities that a person would normally enjoy. Okay, wow. And I heard you talking about it affects all ages. Yeah. So when we talk about um, children. Do we have like an age where we can say from this age children can um, be affected by depression? Or, um, yeah, maybe you can tell us about that. Um, there's, there's no, not much studies out there mm -hmm. um, looking into depression in children. But what we know is that 
um, although it has been generally considered an, an adult condition, mm -hmm. uh, children as young as the age of six, mm -hmm. five, can display symptoms that would be uh, typical of symptoms of depression. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Interesting to know so that uh, we are also able to, to detect it in case of uh, when we're having children and we do not really understand what is happening in their lives. So um, maybe, Oyugi, uh, the other thing that I'd love us to, to understand is... Um, there has been a rise on issues to do with suicide mm. cases every now and then. We are reading and uh, even watching in the televisions and on social media that every other morning when we wake up, we get news on uh, somebody killed themselves because mm. of depression. So does it really uh, uh, speak to the issue of uh, suicide or uh, how can we talk about that? Yes, yes, to a significant degree, depression mm -hmm. does speak to suicide. Mm -hmm. Uh, suicidal ideation or suicidal thought is one of the main symptoms of depression. Mm -hmm. um, according to the World Health Organization, uh, we have over 800,000 people dying by suicide every year. 800,000 800, suicide deaths by suicide every year worldwide. Mm -hmm. And that accounts to about um, one death every 40 seconds. So mm -hmm. the, the rates are, are quite high. So yeah, depression, um, um, most people, especially when they've tried everything, that they're, they, they, they're likely to get suicidal. Mm -hmm. Although I'd like to say that suicidal ideation is not just a symptom of depression, it could also manifest in other mental health conditions like schizophrenia, okay. bipolar, and mm -hmm. so on and so forth. Okay. Then I think that is what we need to clear because every other time when we get to hear issues to do with suicide, yeah. we, we associate it with the depression. That person was depressed. So mm -hmm. I think it's a, it's a note or it's an information that should go out. Mm. It's not a must for a person to um, maybe to commit, although we are correcting the term committing suicide. Yeah. I know that is in um, um, that is uh, coming up, but um, we need to have that information that it's not a must for it to be to cause uh, uh, for the cause of suicide to be depression. Yeah. But there are other factors, and I know issues to do with suicide. It's it's also broad. Mm. topic on the same just like the one that we are discussing today on depression it it has a lot but I, but i was just reading somewhere and um and somebody was asking yeah and especially for us believers eh, is depression caused by sin or it is a biological or a mental illness because that is the belief we have throughout for you to have depression especially as a born again christian you have sinned. But I know we are coming there. Mm. And thank you so much for mentioning the statistics, uh, speaking about the world, talking about even Kenya and what is happening. Again, um, I know we have many types of depression, which uh, maybe our viewers or listeners mm. might not be on the known. Yeah? So we have just labeled it depression. Mm -hmm. We have packaged it as depression. But I, but, but I understand that we have different types of depression. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe going back to statistics, something that I think it's important to note is that mm -hmm. depression uh, is on the rise, and especially in the post-pandemic era. Mm -hmm. I think we've, we've really ex experienced um, an increase in, in suicide rates. Mm -hmm. Right now we have over 200 million people diagnosed uh, with depression worldwide. Mm -hmm. And in Kenya, it's about 1.9 million people. In Kenya alone? And these are diagnosed. We have people who are not diagnosed mm -hmm. uh, with mm -hmm. depression. Kenya is ranked, actually, I think, fourth mm -hmm. uh, in the continent in terms of suicide and, and depression rates. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a crisis, not just uh, for the whole world, but specifically for this country. Mm -hmm. And we've heard about the Mental Health Task Force. 
Yeah. It's really something that needs to be looked into um, and to, to be uh, with, with, uh, with utmost uh, uh, seriousness. Mm -hmm. uh, but when it comes to causes of depression, there's no known single non-cause non for, for depression. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when you have depression, it's not going to be for, due to just one reason. Mm -hmm. So it will be a combination of different reasons. Mm -hmm. And we have risk factors for depression. Mm -hmm. um, a risk factor could be like genetic predisposition. Mm -hmm. But when talking about the types of depression... And maybe before you go to the types of depression, sorry to cut you short, huh? when you're talking about the statistics, huh? mm -hmm. which uh, uh, maybe we can talk about... Um, when we talk about the gender, women and men, um, which one is the highest? Like, uh, yeah. is it on women? Is it on men? Yep. Men are actually twice as likely, women are twice as likely to be diagnosed with depression compared to men. There's mm -hmm. several reasons as to why, mm -hmm. but the number for men with depression is mm -hmm. not as low as most people think. Mm -hmm. I think because men have been socialized right from the young age, not to talk about what they're going through. Mm -hmm. So the symptoms oftentimes goes unnoticed. And it, oh. it, it's usually uh, last minute when the man has, is now considering suicide and people notice that they're not okay. Mm -hmm. the, then the statistics also... Uh, sort of the same when looking at suicide rates for men and women because mm -hmm. uh, we have a lot more women thinking and actually attempting suicide mm -hmm. but actually twice as many men dying by suicide compared to women yeah. so this is what you mean as we think huh? mm. but uh, it's really hard for us to you know to yeah. act eh? but yeah. for men when it comes to issues to do with uh, depression and suicide eh? it's for them they don't even talk about it but yeah. they just yeah, men don't have those free spaces mm -hmm. where they can talk about what they're going through and find solutions for their health. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think the problem for me uh, is it's a, it's, it starts from the very, very foundations of how we, we, we are training our boys and our girls. Mm -hmm. Because we're training our boys to be solitary, mm -hmm. uh, to be their own men, mm -hmm. but we're training our girls to know when, it is, when, it, when, when they need to seek for help, to have help-seeking behavior. Mm -hmm. And that, to be weak, uh, and that and that seems uh, seems to be lacking for men. Yeah. Wow, mm. wow, wow. And I think we also need to look at um at that, because eh? yeah. when you're talking about issues to do with depression and women being on the higher side, eh? yeah. I'm thinking the way we usually walk to other women and be able to discuss about what we are going through. But I'm getting a different perspective from your from your end. Yeah. Thank you so much. Maybe we can jump to the types of um depression yeah so we have several types of depression mm. it, depression is basically an umbrella term and we've got several conditions that are mm. either like depression mm -hmm. or basically just different variations of depression mm -hmm. but what most people call depression or clinical depression is called major depressive disorder in clinical terms mm -hmm. this is whereby you're having depressive symptoms almost all day almost every day consistently for a period of at least two weeks mm -hmm. so they're mm -hmm. usually the symptoms are quite intense and they happen over a sh shorter period of time mm -hmm. but we also have persistent depressive disorder which is just depression mm -hmm. less intense but happening over a protracted period of time or a longer period of time for about two years mm -hmm. we have um, others like postpartum de depression mm -hmm. that does not just affect women who've given birth mm -hmm. but also husband with a wife who's given birth uh, could, can also have postpartum depression really yeah 
Okay. Yeah. I, I think so it's a new thing for for some of us yeah. when you talk about men in postpartum depression because every other time when we are talking about postpartum depression we only talk about women. But how does it happen? It happens. On men, sorry. It's you know that there's a lot of biological it's not just about psychological there's mm -hmm. a lot of biological changes that happens to the physical body of a man mm -hmm. to prepare them for for being fathers. Mm -hmm. So uh, that it doesn't just happen physically also psychological changes. Mm -hmm. And also uh, dealing with new expectations, uh, new responsibility, mm -hmm. having to work twice as hard to make sure that you put food, food on the table, not just for your wife, but mm -hmm. also for your child. Mm -hmm. This can be extremely, extremely stressful also for the man. Wow. And they tend to, uh, unlike for women, mm -hmm. whereby it could be postpartum depression usually manifest in feeling low or mm -hmm. sad. Mm -hmm. For men, they may become aggressive, they mm -hmm. may have a short temper mm -hmm. or angry outbursts. Ah. And this is oftentimes maybe mis misdiagnosed with something else. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for uh, clearing that. Huh? Yeah. Uh -huh. So the other types of depression, because uh, you've mentioned oh, yeah. two, are they only two? There's a few more. Mm -hmm. Others are less prevalent. There's a uh, premenstrual dysphoric disorder that affects women mm -hmm. during the period of time when they're having their menses. Mm -hmm. There's also seasonal affective disorder that mm -hmm. you would not find in this part of the globe. Mm -hmm. uh, you, it affects those people maybe in very cold temperate regions like Russia, mm -hmm. where they have long winters. So during winter, they experience depressive symptoms. Mm -hmm. But for them, they're not prescribed antidepressants. Uh, the psychiatrists actually uh, recommend that they come to Africa mm -hmm. and enjoy the warm weather. Yeah. Really? That sort of <laughs> helps with them. That's interesting. Uh, but the last one, uh, maybe variation of depression, would be uh, bipolar disorder, mm. which is also called manic depression, mm -hmm. where somebody is fluctuating between episodes of high and low, mm -hmm. what we call mm -hmm. manic and depressive episodes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. So uh, you spoke about bipolar and uh, I know it's something else that sometimes we, we really confuse. Huh? Yeah. And when we see people or we come across people who sometimes are behaving this way in 30 minutes after one hour, they have changed. We keep saying this person has bipolar. Mm -hmm. How do we talk about uh, bipolar even in our family's level? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So but bipolar is not what most people think that there's shift in mood within minutes or hours. Mm -hmm. Bipolar is when you stay in one mood state mm -hmm. for a longer period of time, which can be sometimes days, sometimes weeks on end. Mm -hmm. You're either extremely sad mm -hmm. or extremely excited. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, it's a different variation of depression in that uh, people fluctuate between episodes of high mm -hmm. and low. Wow, wow. And the symptoms can be quite far-reaching in terms of how they affect the people, the person's mm -hmm. level of functioning at home and at work. And at work. Yeah. Wow. Then when we talk about workplace and uh, issues to do with uh, uh, depression or even uh, bipolar, sometimes we as employers, we might not be able to, to really understand what is happening when we see these people um, behaving in a funny way. What do you want us to tell people today about how do we, how do we manage to detect eh, that this person is either suffering from this type of uh, depression or uh, this other type of depression? Um, the part of detecting and knowing for a fact, mm -hmm. uh, a, a diagnosing should be left to professional and doctors. Mm -hmm. But I think um, um, when it comes to understanding whether somebody is going is not doing okay. I think what you need to do is to just observe any change in behavior. Mm 
that is usually the most telling factor of somebody not doing well like uh, they usually sociable very mm-hmm. uh, very open mm-hmm. do they like mingling with people and all of a sudden they're keeping to themselves mm-hmm. they're reporting to work late mm-hmm. they're constantly irritable or they're they're just so different they're not mm-hmm. they're neglecting personal hygiene they're reporting to work early in the morning mm-hmm. smelling of alcohol mm-hmm. this could be signs that somebody is going through something but you can't really tell for a fact that they have depression because uh they'd have to be officially evaluated by mm. practitioner. Mm. Yeah. And uh, this takes me back also to the Bible when um, we, we we talk about Elijah and the Bible explained that uh, Elijah was a bit depressed. Yeah. And especially when he was running uh for his life. And um at one point he prayed God and he wanted to die and he said he wanted to sleep and never to yeah. uh to 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 really wake up. So it means that um even as believers as Christians sometimes we go through a lot and uh, we might not have somebody maybe to talk to to them about what we are going through or uh, perhaps we will be or we might be misunderstood about our faith and so because we are not able to talk about it sometimes we feel like it's not biblical you know yeah. for and i know we will talk about courses where um we will also touch about issues to do with in the bible causes of depression but that story reminds me of um hope eh? and that story reminds me also of uh, jesus when he was really tempted and uh, looking at him and looking at the biblical story about him at one point he told god remove this cup take it away from me so it means that as long as you are a human being you can go through a lot of things that might make you depressed in life but what assurance do we have for our viewers today in the book of um philippians chapter 4 6 and uh, to 7 talks about do not be anxious about anything but in everything with prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god and the peace of god that transcend all understanding the peace of god that does what transcend all understanding will god our hearts will guard our mind in Christ Jesus that is just to assure us that uh, god knows what we are going through even as believers but again oyugi when we look at um, what is happening in the world eh? and me and you we know because we we go to church we are believers eh? what message do we bring in our church platform about depression that's a very um complex question to answer but I'll try to answer it as best as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. I think the story that you've given of Elijah of prophet Elijah mm-hmm. is a is a perfect example of what depression should mean for a Christian. Mm-hmm. Because prophet Elijah I think is considered as one of the people who was most closest to God. He was mm-hmm. very close to God. As a matter of fact the Bible says that he didn't die. He was transfigured. Mm-hmm. Uh so for 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 a man like him mm-hmm. to feel suicidal mm-hmm. and to actually want to die should actually tell us that there's nothing wrong with feeling suicidal mm-hmm. uh, like it's okay not to be okay mm-hmm. and being sick in the body mm-hmm. does not mean that you're a friend not a friend of god mm-hmm. I, the message that i always tell people especially christians uh, is that you can be sick in body mm-hmm. and yet be a friend of god you can be sick in mind mm-hmm. and yet be a friend of god and a candidate of heaven mm-hmm. a favorite of, of christ mm-hmm. yeah so i think that's what i can say wow that is interesting so let's talk about now um manifestation of uh, 
depression. And I know we come from different backgrounds. And you say, as you said, and we were trying to talk about depression and the issue to do with the gender. How does it present itself when it comes to women? How do we take it? But um, a different view, again, on issues to do with depression in our homestead. Eh? Uh, how do I tell personally that I might be depressed and at what point do I need to go and see a clinician mm. for the same? Yeah, that's a very good question. Mm. I think the fact that a person gets to a level whereby they're asking themselves that question should be mm. an indication that they're not doing well. Mm -hmm. it's just the fact that you can think of that question. Mm -hmm. um, am I okay? I don't think I'm okay. That mm -hmm. should be sign that you're that you're not doing fine. But for you to know that you you can't really say for a fact that you have depression. Mm -hmm. You're trying also to dissuade or to 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 prevent to to talk to people, uh, especially young people, mm -hmm. and to tell them that it's not really the right thing to self-diagnose because mm -hmm. a lot nowadays there's a lot of self-diagnosis. So you can't tell for a fact that you have depression, mm -hmm. but you can't suspect. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, on our website we have self self screening mm -hmm. uh, tools that. Mm -hmm. I think you can share with our viewers, mm -hmm. like the link to this self-report uh, uh, tools mm -hmm. that uh, they're just questionnaires mm -hmm. that based on how you respond to them, mm -hmm. you can get an understanding of how you're doing psychologically. Wow. So we have uh, assessments for depression, mm -hmm. anxiety, mm -hmm. for alcohol-related problems. If you're drinking, maybe you're suspecting that you may be drinking a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. You can just do these questionnaires and mm -hmm. at the end, you'll get a scoring and interpretation mm -hmm. that will tell you your levels of depression or anxiety and so on and so forth. And after that, mm -hmm. then you can decide whether you want to see a psychologist or a psychiatrist from further evaluation. Wow. So these are tools that are available? Yeah, and for free. And for free. Yeah. I can just sit at home and uh, fill yeah. them. Eh? Yeah, you can. You just need to get access to a website, mm -hmm. click on the link, and then you mm -hmm. get a, a, a Google form mm -hmm. uh, with the questionnaires. Mm -hmm. And then based on how you respond to them, you get a scoring and interpretation at the end. Okay. Then again, being a clinician, and I know you have done this for, for, for a few years, eh? or a number of years, um, the number of people who come and talk to you about um, they're not feeling well and they feel maybe they're a bit depressed here in Kenya. Do you think the numbers are matching with the statistics that we have just spoken about? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they're matching, but mm -hmm. there's still so many people who have not received the message of mental health. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm sure that the numbers would even be far much higher mm -hmm. uh, if more people knew. So absolutely, they, mm -hmm. they do match, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. uh, there'll be even more people and more people uh, coming to, to seek for help with, with, with more knowledge being, being, being spread and more people also learning about mental health. Okay, yeah. so it means maybe some of us are failing in our work because we really need to do a lot of uh, mm. advocacy and uh, awareness. Yes, a little bit of that and also a little bit of lack of resources. Mm -hmm. We are experiencing hard economic times and mm -hmm. doing advocacy and mm -hmm. mental health awareness is also an expensive venture mm -hmm. where you have got to get people who understand the different languages mm -hmm. and who can interpret. Mm -hmm. uh, but we are going to get there slowly but surely. Wow, good. Because that, that was uh, uh, bringing me to the next question of why do we think people are not really seeking you know, to know issues to do with depression. Why are we not coming out and uh, speaking about our feelings and what we are going through? And the first answer that comes to my mind is stigma. There's mm -hmm. still a lot of stigma surrounding mental health. Mm -hmm. uh, ask any Kenyan, mm -hmm. what is the first thing that comes out that, that comes to mind when you hear the word mental health? And mm -hmm. remember, just mental health. Mm -hmm. you hear 
uh, statements such as wenda wazimu kuchizi <laughs> yeah kuka yeah. kichwa kukuruka yeah. strogwa uh-huh. uh, these are very negative things that we've associated with the mental health uh-huh. uh, set up a tent set up two tents anywhere and uh-huh. say that this tent is for men for people who are want to be screened for mental health and this is for people who want to be screened for physical health you mm. find that there's not so many people coming to the tent for mental health wow. because there's stigma and i think having conversations like this is helping us uh, break the stigma and get closer and closer to uh, the destination thank you so much in the book of psalms 34:18 uh it talks about nobody knows better about how we feel It's only our God who knows how we feel when we are crashing down. When we are so down, it's only him who can put our pieces together. This has been Connect, and uh, we are so happy to, um, to have you listen and uh, watch us today. Please, if you want to e- keep interacting with us, um, uh, connect with us using the social media platform on the screen, and we will be very ready to, uh, to help you through the whole process and to give you more information about issues to do with mental health illnesses and more about today's session. Thank you so much, uh, Lainas, for being with us here. And a goodbye to our viewers and listeners.